0: The comments within the following podcast are those of any show hosts and not representative of any company in which the show hosts may represent. Hello everybody, welcome to Tech Podcast 320. My name is Jared Reimer and a lot of today's program is going to be the technology in my home. We talk about the Sonos app and the various things that can work with it. The next thing, although not a full full demo, Is the Schlage lock we got for my front door. We also have finishing tech in the house and a braille transcription update. There were some things that I forgot to mention in prior segments which I loosely touch on and talk about the braille transcription course. As a side note, I did end up passing 14 on the final attempt those corrections that needed to be made are crucial because now they expect you to be as proficient as possible. And again, speed is not what makes a brow transcriptionist. It's accuracy. And the mistakes I had to correct were something that I should have gotten out of my system a long time ago. Finally, I talk briefly about Ira, a i r a .io, and the announcement of a free five-minute service, which I just recently used because I found a piece of paper at my door and could not get a clear OCR of it. I'll talk about my use of the service on another edition of the podcast at the end of the podcast is my contact information as usual but for ease of convenience email and iMessage tech, that's T-E-C-H at M-E-N-V-I dot O-R-G text, WhatsApp, or Hangouts 804-442-6975 and if you're listening via LiveWire you can leave me a voicemail or even go to board 295 where we can talk about the podcast until the next edition of the podcast i am jared reimer saying thanks for listening and please stay safe we'll continue with the beginning of tech in just a moment Welcome to podcast number 320, everybody. I am Jared Reimer. Thank you for listening. Gotta turn down the fence on so more Audible, don't you think? Well, as discussed, I'm now at a new location a mile west and a little bit north of where I was once before. So I'm in a new home and it's definitely interesting. What do you want? Do you want this? Do you want that? Well, I inherited a Sonos speaker which I was able to send a command, if you will, to it from TuneIn, and my sister said, you need to use this app. I said, really? I remember finding a button and sending it there. Well, I did find that button in Pandora. And I'm not going to sit here and demo each and everything that I have here in detail. But since I'm talking about Sonos, let's look at Pandora. And I'm not going to... Play anything long term, but I'll just go through what I saw. And of course, my sister's not wrong, you can use the Sonos app to control Pandora yourself, and I'll show you that a little bit. Web, skip, there's, there's- now Something's playing
1: here.
0: There we go. So now we have something playing here from Chill Out Radio. Chromecast. There's a Chromecast. And an airplay button. So I'll Chromecast cast this to the Sonos downstairs. <coughs> and It has just done that. airplay, The airplay Can connect
1: Show media controls.
0: to iPhone. the family iPhone
1: family room. Speaker.
0: or the family room. So I could use Fidora. Fidora. either or. Tune in also has the same thing, Closing. Closing but with TuneIn on the phone, and I'm not going to demo this because I want something playing in the background. But TuneIn in in the background has to be there if you use your own app. Because while it does support TuneIn natively, the fact of the matter is is that It is a basic thing. I've got TuneIn Premium, so if I wanted to listen to the Dodger game, but I didn't want it blowing through my phone's battery, I would have to double-tap the button, which is actually unlabeled, because the Chromecast actually will stream it to my Google Home, which I've also inherited one of. Now, with the Google Home, it's currently sitting on Livewire, which is fine. It's using my Google Minutes. And it is connected to my account, which has my number on it, 804-442-6975. But it won't answer a phone call, so you need something like Hangouts or the Google Voice app. And so that's its drawback. And I'm not going to demo Google right now. You could get demos of Google elsewhere as it's been around a lot longer since I've been using it. You might be asking, where's Alexa? Well, Alexa's not here. I don't have room for Alexa. I actually should get rid of its app because <clears throat> I don't think I'll need it. But let's look at the Sonos app a little bit. And uh, to make this better, I will plug in the pair of speakers that will allow me to do this a little easier. It just popped up the now playing screen, and currently
1: uh playing here: Massive Attack, Mezzanine. So Play, currently here, not but from
0: That's that. Close now So let's close now playing because it's fine. You have Radio by TuneIn, tune
1: Bandcamp,
0: Bandcamp, Pandora. and Pandora. I linked my Bandcamp account so that when I Buy something new on Pandora. It's there. In my library. On this app that I can stream. On the Sonos. The tune-in is pretty basic. You get the basic channels. You get some sports coverage. But you don't get it all. Like I saw the Clippers feed. And there is a channel for the Clippers but it doesn't play anything at least not now because there isn't anything but there's no football as preseason has started and other things are missing on the now playing screen if you have multiple speakers I could have one in the bedroom Let's say playing something else in the family room. Playing this, and you have play, pause.
1: Thumbs down button.
0: On Pandora, you've got the thumbs down and thumbs up. Pause.
1: Next track. Remove thumbs up
0: button. Um, and the volume. But you also have
1: track.
0: more options. Where you can turn on Crossfade for Pandora. You can't do it with Tune In.
1: CrossFade.
0: Switch So I'll turn it on.
1: CrossFade. Switch Sleep timer.
0: You've got a sleep timer.
1: Search for zero seven. Share the song.
0: You can search for 07 which is what's playing now. You can
1: share song. Share the song. Search for zero seven at station to my
0: and you can add the station to your Sonos. Add
1: station to my sonos.
0: So let's add this station to my Sonos. So now on the my Sonos tab, my sonos which is the credit. default tab, when you first open the app, you have a bunch of options.
1: All Save your favorite music to my is for easy access. Link shuffle, my station recently played.
0: Recently played.
1: See all. But link with mind radio, my shuffle, my stations. But indie radio stations, dance FM featured stations. But
0: so this is this is across TuneIn and Pandora.
1: After hours DJ's radio, pool's radio dance featured stations.
0: I found After Hours DJs one channel I used to listen to quite religiously. Many, many years ago.
1: Stations. See all. But chill out radio. Pandora station. Then... More options. But... Stations.
0: You have stations. So you can favorite your artists, your stations, and everything here.
1: Chill out radio. More options. But more options. Chill out radio. Play now. Cancel. But play now. Chill out radio. Pandora station. Chill out radio. Play now. Cancel. But... My son is...
0: And so you could play it right here without going to search for it, and it is playing a track by Zero family. Seven.
1: In the open family room, in the waiting line, zero seven.
0: It's called "In the Waiting Line." It's one of my favorites, <clears throat> but that's okay for now.
1: Sonos. Sonos.
0: So, Swipe what the else to close the did I get? Well, I think I'm going to end this file here and talk about my lock on my front door. Coming up next, this is Tech Podcast 320. What is in my tech in my home? Back to the podcast. Well, folks, I want to take you through my Schlager home now. And
1: Schlager.
0: it's open. I'm saving some time. And the app itself is, for the most part, pretty accessible. And for a little bit, I had some issues with the particulars because it seemed like it was unlabeled but after restarted the phone that seemed to have fixed the issues. When you open the app it has a white hamburger, white hamburger button, button white hamburger. which is a menu of options help including help center and the help center requires your location so that you can get specialized help. Manage locks, Manage locks so you can delete the lock Move it up and down in a list.
1: Manage, Wi-Fi adapt, home Homes.
0: You can uh, manage, manage home
1: homes.
0: HomeKit Homes. Homes, I don't have those.
1: Wi-Fi adapters.
0: Wi-Fi adapters, I have none of those. What it works with, which includes uh, Google and Alexa. My logout. My account, it's tied to my sister's address. And password. In a logout. There is an ad lock button. The middle of the screen is lock, unlock. When I first got this, it just said button. There's a refresh, so you can refresh for its status. A button, which seems to be informational. A settings button, a log history, and an icon which says sun, but it allows you to assign access codes. And you can have up to 30 different access codes. At various schedules or always working I'm not going to demo each and every thing here and your mileage will vary and you'll want to set it up your own way the lock icon if it's working properly will say locked unlocked and it visually will open or close More like an 8. So if I double tap it, I will unlock my door, just to show you. And sometimes I could get this to work up there. There it goes. It took it a little bit. I think it's because I'm not standing up. But now it's unlocked, where the 8 looks like it's more open. And it says unlocked. I'll let it lock on its own because I set it on a timer and the timer as part of options can be anywhere from 15 seconds to 4 minutes. 15, 30, 1 minute, 2 minutes or 4 seconds or or 4 minutes. That's in settings. Your history will show you all of your log history. When your batteries got replaced, if your batteries are low, who's come and gone, and uh, all of that. When you enter an access code and are granted, it will tell you who opened the door. I've done some reorganization in that and gave myself my own code, because I don't want to use the same code that we've had in our family for many, many years. Let's look at settings. That's the most important thing that you'll be able to use. And I'm not going to sit here and, and um, go through each and every option. But you do have options for alarms, It'll let you know if the door is opened or closed, if there's forced entry and the like. Auto lock delay.
1: Four minutes.
0: The auto-lock delay, I set mine for four minutes. Again, it's 15 seconds, 30 seconds, one minute, two minutes, and four minutes. Or off. Off will not auto-lock the door. You will have to do it from the panel, which is very accessible. If you have an understanding of uh, the 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 panel itself. I would say that if you are totally blind and you end up getting this, that you uh, set a timer so you definitely make sure that it's locked. And of course, I would use the app because you're not going to have any ideas of numbers because this thing won't talk to you. Auto
1: lock delay. One
0: touch locking. One touch locking. That's dealing with the touch screen at the very top of the lock is a button and you could label the buttons on the lock Uh, the majority of the lock is a keypad 1 through 0 no star no pound and uh, you could you could definitely work it if you had the layout you press the top button first and then you would navigate the the keypad. This only supports a four-digit lock uh for combinations.
1: Name, run door, button, one-touch locking, one-touch locking, switch
0: button, key press B. Cre- key press B that tells it to uh beep at you. Key
1: press information button.
0: There's information.
1: Name, run door, button.
0: You can name it. So I only have one lock. Settings. And you can see the firmware settings. Make sure it's up to date. Delete
1: delete
0: and delete the lock. Since I only have one, I can rename it from front door to Jared's home if I wanted to.
1: Name. Information.
0: And... As I just heard, and I don't know if the podcast will pick it up, the door just locked on its own. But here's the information that might be of interest to you. The Chevron tells you that you can go back one screen. It's telling me my device, iPhone 5S. My OS version, I went from 12.3 to 12.4. Uh, during this process.
1: Manufacturer name,
0: the manufacturer's name. The
1: model number. The, model number, serial number zero. the
0: serial number. Firmware version, and the firmware version.
1: Application version 4, 1, 2, 4, 1, and the app version. Access code length,
0: 4. The access code length is 4. I would like to change it to 6, if not more, as maximums. Um I would like the opportunity to keep the four, but I would like to have six or more.
1: Battery level, ninety-seven percent.
0: It's giving me the battery level of ninety-seven percent. I believe that's uh three or four batteries in.
1: Log time. August thousand nineteen nineteen and the log time.
0: That's all. So those are your settings
1: Delete but firmware settings but name front door firmware settings but name firmware set delete mock but firmware settings firmware setting key user keep front door person 4.31.0
0: and the firmware settings gives you the name of the lock and what version it is front door version 4.31
1: you are using the latest firmware
0: and it's telling me I'm using the latest so if I needed an update it would tell me that when we first got the device and my sister set it up it wanted an update after it found in an internet connection I don't want to delete the lock or I'm screwed Let's look at the history really quick to show you what type of history you'll get, and I'll let you explore the rest. How to add a lock and the codes because I don't want to jeopardize our security at this home for obvious reasons. So the log's loaded and it gives you six on the first page and I'll just go through what's here.
1: Lock, lock history.
0: Here's the lock history.
1: Locked by time delay. Sunday, August 18, 2019, at 19 hours, 18 minutes, and 7 seconds. Locked by time delay? Unlocked by Jared. Sunday, August and it 18 says unlocked by Jared. Hours, minutes, that's because
0: that's the name that was put onto the lock. And uh I don't remember where that was at the moment, but um, maybe it's in the account settings. In the name is where is where it was, um, and that's fine.
1: Locked by time delay, Saturday, August 17, 2019, at 22 hours, 6 minutes, and 42 seconds. Locked by time delay. So
0: I was playing with to- with with some settings.
1: Unlocked by Jared, Saturday, August 17, 2019, at 22 hours, 2 minutes, and 40. 40- Locked by time delay. Saturday, August 17 2019 at 22 hours one minute show more history
0: and there's show more history and that can take quite a bit for it to work I've had a hit and miss Done. Done. I haven't really Button. used the lock today I've been practically here all day I will d- I will quickly go Shall in and show right you
1: access
0: the access code screen.
1: Access
0: codes. Plus the plus button will add another code has
1: four of codes assigned.
0: and I have four of 30 codes assigned so you could you could verify how many codes you get and uh, how many are assigned, and that's where my demo is going to stop because underneath that you can Go in and, and see the various codes. But I will before I do that.
1: Leno. Jared,
0: Oh, okay. all it does on this screen, which is okay for the moment, is the names. I thought we were going to have a security problem here, but all it shows is the names. So, I'm not going to go into them, but if I go over to mine. And I can swipe up and down. You can. Delete. Activate. By default, delete.
1: Disable.
0: Disable. Activate. Or active, uh, or activate. So activate.
1: Delete.
0: Disable. Delete or disable. And disabled codes go to the bottom of this screen. I for a moment thought that it was going to end up giving the codes, but I—it's never done that, and I don't know why I thought of that while doing this, but. It's okay. Let's
1: uh,
0: select Adagoke for a moment. I'll go into Adagoke because you can
1: schedule Tuesday, Thursday,
0: to Have a schedule by default, it's set to al- always. Mind you, I skipped everything else in here. The code and all of that. And he can have access. Arekoke can. From 9 in the morning till 5 in the afternoon. Basically, any time during that time period. Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday is his. I gave myself access from 9 in the morning till... 10 o'clock at night I'll probably be home way before 10 but this way if I have my hands full and I don't want to be messing with my phone I have my own code I don't want to use the code that we assigned ourselves when we first got this thing Lunell's the maid she has her own code which works only on Wednesdays from 7 in the morning until uh, I Selected believe it's to
1: zero to 19, zero.
0: oh 6 a.m. to 7 at night. She may she won't need it for that whole time. But if for some reason she leaves at 12, gets down to the car and realizes, oh crap, I forgot something. She can come back in and 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 get stuff without you know calling me. What's the code? I actually assigned her. A code that I think she'll remember so there are all four of them I was I was hesitant to do this because of the access because of the security but I didn't show any codes the one that my sister Dina's got uh, it has an always on it which means anywhere anytime any day the code can be used and that's great if there's an emergency um, she needs to get in come get me for some reason um, she's alone without the kids um, whatever, whatever the case may be um, she can come in at any time as she sees fit I don't have a problem with that But all of us others, I don't see why I need to come in at 2 o'clock in the morning and uh, have to punch in a code. I see myself in bed at 2 a.m. So uh, that is is what I am thinking at this point. Of course, I want to step back a little bit and talk a little bit about the Google. I believe if I'm not on a call that the cast button year LB will, no the after- uh, will be uh, to my Google. I know that the cast will go to Google on TuneIn. where the unlabeled button I can select the Sonos downstairs. This apartment itself is a small little two-bedroom apartment, a kitchen, two baths, and a loft. And the loft uh, is on a second level, and I put the computer facing the downstairs. I do have our piano, or my piano, if I will, up here as well. I have a pair of speakers I'm not able to utilize, sadly. I thought it would be cool to have surround sound speakers, but they don't work with this computer. I have my computer table. Of course, we bought a fan which has a remote control. So right now I have the fan on low and it's circling the air from left to right and back again like a fan would when it you know, does a sort of semi-circle. And that is over by the wall, by the stairs. And as high, it actually blows right into my microphone. And so, because it is so warm up here, even though the air conditioner does have a vent up here, it only blows uh, in a short distance. And so that's sort of a, a layout of my home And some of the technology that's here. Of course, I can't forget the uh, fact that the kitchen is is loaded. I do have a washer and dryer, which is similar to the one at my former location. And uh, I thought the lock would be kind of cool because it's keyless. I don't have to worry about losing keys I had a locker at Braille Institute and I was very cautious on keeping the key but somehow I can't find it I don't know where it went at the moment maybe I'll find it and if I do I'll return it and I can enter a code I can use my phone and it just works. And, uh, I do want to see one thing because I want to spell this for you. It's SCH L A G E, Schlage, or Schlage. Schlage Lock, Schlage Lock. However you want to pronounce it. Um,. It can be ordered from Amazon. I don't have a price on it. Uh, We had a locksmith install it. And we set it up. And uh, it's quite valuable. Uh, Seeing that this is a gated community anyhow, I can pretty much unlock my door and not have to worry about it if I unlock it for a few minutes I may end up changing the time back to two minutes or even turning it completely off because one of the things I saw for the auto lock was that yes it was a value and I don't know if it was the batteries that it came with or what but we've already had to replace batteries and I absolutely need to uh get more because i think that thing has uh eats four batteries the fan has a remote which is simple to use it's got the power it's got the speed it's got the rotating option which the fan is doing it's got a timer so you press it four times and it will turn off after two hours it's 15 minutes 30 minutes one hour two hours and off and then it has a light and i don't see the point of the light but that's the fifth button on that you have to be shown as a blind person what these things are you can pretty much learn them by memorization so that's a little bit about the tech in my home As Pandora was playing in the background, downstairs, my Google's over here on Do Not Disturb on Livewire, and that is basically the tech in a nutshell at my new home. I will continue with more of the podcast in just a moment. I am Jared Reimer there's one thing before I move on to the next topic that I forgot to mention in regards to the way that these items work the particulars especially with the lock but when we also talk about sending the media from an app to a device whether Google supported i.e. with the Magnetune app or whether it's TuneIn with the Chromecast to Google or the unlabeled button that will stream to the Sonos or the lock in general the bluetooth option on your phone must be on although i don't know how chromecast worked before because when i was at my other location and i strictly ran no bluetooth i was able to chromecast to uh, several of the devices at that location there were Many to choose from. Including one. Connected to the TV. Which I thought was kind of cool. I played with it once. Uh, But. As it goes. At this location. I'm strictly going to say. That I believe. That everything. That I would want to stream 2 is going to be on the Bluetooth side of things which makes sense because the phone can only see it that way and Bluetooth is short range Now I'm no expert in Bluetooth, but I assume that it is as secure as you can have it because it only works within short range. That much I do understand in regards to Bluetooth. and so there we go now let's move on to the next topic and that is the braille transcription course and let me say that while I only have technically four errors one of them which caused another I did speak briefly with my instructor because technically with five errors or less the instructor can pass you and move you on but I understand where they're coming from and I'm talking about being as perfect as possible. Now, when I submitted the second assignment during the submission process of the last podcast, I was confident. I had gone through everything as thoroughly as I can and... I didn't find anything, but I neglected to fix an error that was pointed out to me on the first submission process. So that was my fault. And, on one of them, I kept reading it, going, I don't understand what's wrong with this and I'd gone through it multiple times and I even said Bob I don't see anything wrong with this and I even read it in the print which is the braille print equivalent they actually transcribe this stuff in grade one and they force us to actually contract everything. And I don't really like that. I think what they should do is contract everything by this point and tell us which words should have emphasis if that's what the assignment calls for. Or If you don't want to contract it correctly, contract it in such a way where it's contracted braille, but don't give us the answers. Um, I've seen braille, what I would call grade one and a half. So portions of it would be contracted and portions of it would not. And it would not be contracted in such a way where it would be considered grade two. And I think by this point, they should do something like that, where uh, they have it contracted um we're pretty much past the stage of learning our contractions and our braille in the course but at the same time I could understand why they don't because they get print and as a print transcriber, you don't have the aspects of going to look up contractions per se. So, in a way, it might be a playing field that is level. And as I told the instructor, I said, if I don't know what the error is, tell me. I'll go figure it out. I told him last night, I said, how is I supposed to know there's a capitalization error if you don't tell me what it is? I'll figure it out. You don't have to tell me what the line number is at this point. Just tell me what the issue is. If it's something I forgot to do, I'll fix it. At this point, I should be well aware of the rules. rules and by this point if I'm doing braille to print transcription I should really be paying attention because it's spelled out for me and I should not be making these mistakes which is why even though I should technically pass, under the guidelines of the instructor, if they feel that you should be at a point where you should be producing perfect braille as perfect as possible, then they can tell you, you, know, you pretty much have it. but because of the significance of the errors, and yes, they were significant because they're supposed to be capitalized letters and spots, I want you to resubmit it again. I've gone through. After seeing the error on the item that I kept looking at going, there's nothing wrong with it. And I have since fixed them, but I must wait several days, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that since I know this time I'll fully pass. And I've already started looking ahead into the next lesson to determine how I'm going to do it (coughs) and it covers a lot of stuff including displayed material, emphasis, and uh, different types of them, the do's and don'ts of when to use contractions and not with these. It is definitely going to be quite the interesting party. So, two topics and one stone in this file can't wait to get 14 out of the way and past and start my journey into 15 as I continue my trek into becoming a braille transcriber. I am Jared Reimer, and we will continue with more of the podcast heard a lot about, yet I've never talked about it on the podcast, because I don't want to just talk about what I hear in the blind community or any other community in regards to a service, unless number one, it's a security problem that I think we need to talk about that I could have some insight on, but I don't think that was the case with this. talking about IRA and this is an interesting story that I'm about to tell you all because two different agents came to Los Angeles Metro to present to us in a meeting I'm part of the accessibility advisory committee and IRA has teamed up with other companies to provide access to services in their est- establishments such as Walgreens, so that you can shop on your own, and uh, other places, airports. So you can get to your gate on your own. Pass through security and the whole bit. And. Without going into any. Particular thing that I might have heard because. It could get misconstrued. I want to talk about the latest because I think this is a step forward. Now, Ira wants to be the go to app for you to get assistance. They call them explorers. And I'm not going to sit here and demo the app. Number one, I don't know how it works. Number two, I'm not registered. And number three, I'm sure you can find demos anywhere on the internet so that's not my goal we had a meeting in the month of August I believe it was around the 12th well several days later I saw a blind bargains post I went up there And I'm reading this post that says you can get five minutes free. And if you're already paying each call, your first five minutes are free. I've sitting there going Okay, five minutes. I could see how I can utilize that hey tell me what these envelopes say hey tell me if this looks like you know if this might be important so that when I do get help I could just focus on the important things And the fact of the matter is that you could probably do that in a few minutes without going into having them read everything to you. Hey, is this envelope for me? Hey, is this junk mail so I could just throw it away? Uh, You know? And if you could do that in a few minutes, that would be perfect. Now, I do have Be My Eyes, and I used it to call Google to get help with ReCAPTCHA, which they were able to provide me resources, but the list hasn't been of use. And... They then wanted me to post somewhere else and I haven't bothered because honestly I don't really understand this and I just need to get rid of it because I would like to get recapture on my site but I like the idea of version 3 but I didn't really get the assistance I needed because sure I got the resources but the resources aren't of help. I signed up with this thing and then I couldn't post to it. And that's very helpful. I don't like forums. I'd like to talk to somebody. You know, an email list would be better, but when I posted there and I inquired, um, I am not clear on what I'm even supposed to do because I've read the documentation and that's not very clear either I try to follow up and say I didn't get a response I've done this, I've done that and I'm still needing help and it never got approved and now I'm supposed to post on a web form, and that's not what this is supposed to be I don't like web forms myself, but I do have that app. I've never actually called a volunteer for help. But Be My Eyes has its good points and bad points, and I believe Ira does too. And I'm not going to sit here and trash anybody because of the fact that they use one over the other. I know Ira's plans are expensive, but it's specialized. And you are getting trained people to help you. So it's different than something like Be My Eyes who have people to help you but they're not trained in certain areas and there's certain things that they won't help you with. And uh, that is understandable so I'm hoping that people can take advantage of it I know I will especially after the person that comes to assist me leaves and I go get the mail and I see these envelopes or these papers in my mailbox I say you know what tell me What this says, uh, so that I have an idea of what kind of mail I have, if it's important or if it can wait. If it's important, then I'll open it and have them read it to me. You know, at least give me the basics of it. I could have them help me with Uber. I could tie my Uber account with it, and they could then help me pinpoint my car. I understand they can actually pinpoint your car further than I can. So, that is kind of cool. I could see myself doing that so there could be some things that I could do with it and uh, we'll just have to see I'm not going to close my mind to the fact that I could get maybe an introductory plan I may not need it a whole lot and I understand why I have to pay and that's not a problem either but right now I'm not going to I don't know if I'll need it that much but things could change. So, we'll see. I will continue with the podcast in just a moment. I am deciding at this point to end the podcast. On another edition of the podcast, I'm going to talk about my experience using Ira with the 5-minute time limit. And today, at the podcast release date I actually needed them and pretty much took care of things within the five minute time frame with seconds to go doesn't it suck that people decide to leave pieces of paper on your doorstep and then you try to do it with OCR to figure out what it is but you can't make it out so you need a pair of eyes Anyway, my thoughts about this new free service on the next podcast. You can email or iMessage me at any time by sending it to tech, that's T-E-C-H, at M-E-N-V-I dot O-R-G. That's T-E-C-H at M-E-N-V-I dot O-R-G you can send an old-fashioned text message or whatsapp message to the phone number 804-442-6975 you can also use that number with hangouts as well and of course If you're listening on Livewire, you can leave me a voicemail or go to board 295, which is the technology board that I run. I hope to be back with another edition of the podcast fairly soon. And until then, thank you so much for listening. And please, stay safe.